when they're getting ready in the morning and Sylvia's like, I'll put my pants on myself. I'm like, oh, this is going to take forever. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Oh, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And oh. I'm not in a rush. Like, sometimes I'm in a rush. I'm like, dude, I just don't have time. I'm Absolutely. so sorry, I love you. Yeah. But other times I'm like, I've got the time. It's just like, I've got the twitches. Yes. Got the, and I can't leave the room because then she just does something else. I've got to fucking... Oh, mate. you just got to kind of... Gotta, gotta, get, gotta get those pants on. One leg. I said, you've taken the other leg out. I see. Oh, that's fantastic. So we're starting it. New pants. I'm not going to lose it. All right. <laughs> You're changing the pants. Don't want to wear pants. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. No. Oh, you want the skirt. Oh, do you? Fantastic. Oh, the one that's in the wash. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, let's get that one out. <laughs> <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley. The other one is Wads. It's not really Wads. It's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Uh, oh, oh. Don't even test the sound. <laughs> <laughs> testy, testy, testicles. Nobody's rooting any pots today. I no one's that. rooting a pot. That was so stupid. Wasn't it stupid? It was so silly. You can't root a pot. You cannot try it. Don't do it. Bruise <laughs> your cock. <laughs> Sounds like a man who's tried. <laughs> uh, well, a week in parenting. Um, I've been. I finished my tour. I finished. And what a tour it was! What a tour, mate! Very uh, a, a great success, uh, I would call it. And a, and a, again, a great thank you. How many to the fans of this podcast oh, who turned up, and to the fans uh, of not this podcast, yeah, who won't be listening. No, but shout out anyway. Shout out to the people who don't honest, even know this exists. They probably uh, they probably bought more tickets than the fans. Well, a little bit, but it is fun. Uh, I did this uh, on the last show in Brisbane. I said, "Are there any rap fucks in?" <laughs> and, and got a nice yay, and just absolutely. Absolute confusion from the rest of the audience. Why are you calling people rat fucks and why are they cheering? <laughs> what is happening? Well, get in on the ground level then. Uh, a bit of a disjointed uh, start to the podcast today. We just jumped straight in. We've got like the construction next door. Yeah. As usual, we haven't really talked about what we're going to say. No. We've got a guest. We we have a guest. Oh, they've gone shy. <laughs> Maybe they'll speak up later on. Oh, I think we've got to turn their mic on. Hang on um, a second. We'll get that technical difficulty sorted, <laughs> and they'll start speaking later on. I'm sure of it. We'll get just, back to them. Just imagine they're saying something very wise. <laughs> no, well, look, we had a guest who bailed. Uh, that's fine. S- uh, such is life. Uh, but this is our podcast. That's right. Maybe the guest would say something wise about getting some food from the fridge and then putting it straight <laughs> in the <bed. laughs> Speaking of the great wise Nelly Thomas, she will be back on. Uh, she's she's actually now at the point saying, you need to give me a right of reply. <laughs> she's getting angry, <laughs> sending us messages. <laughs> I think you'll find we don't need to do anything. <laughs> uh, man, but you, how many, like, how many flights did you actually do in the end? So I counted them up yesterday from the 1st of August until, um, until my flight yesterday. I did 22. Whoa! Uh, flights, which Getting is frequent flyers. It's too many. It's All just with too the same many. airline. Uh, there was a few with Qantas, but um, mostly Virgin. Mostly Virgin. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Just because they uh, they treat sti- me better over there. And once you stick with one, you yeah, stay with them. That's right. Just yeah. get those. So I did all those. Uh, I I have more to do for the rest of the year. I also have my third child uh, coming. Um, anytime. Now. Anytime now. Well, t- well, we're at thirty-five weeks at the point of this recording. Yeah. So, you know, any time now wouldn't be a massive I would uh, say we're in the, um, in the orange zone at the moment. Yeah, what's you the know? orange zone reference? Well, like, so orange zone would be, like, from now 
when this comes out until maybe like a week before the due date, oh, that's it, the orange zone, and then like a week from there, you're in the red zone. Yeah, it could right. really literally happen anytime. Yes. I just yeah. made that up. That is yeah, not I an like actual it. medical thing, but it does make sense. I would. I, I thought you were going with like traffic lights. So if it was in the orange zone. Oh, you stop if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it in. <laughs> no, no, Stop no. if you can. <laughs> Just turn orange. Yeah. No, you can't go now. You don't yeah. speed through. Well, that's why I reckon. So wouldn't it be transitioning to the green zone, which is go time? Oh, yeah. I was thinking like danger zone. Oh, right. Danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking like that forest, that forest fire thing. <laughs> that's right. I think about you were looking at birth as in a, a natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catastrophe. <laughs> well, it ruins the natural environment, doesn't it? <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. Seven and a half billion of us are not doing great by this earth. I was talking about the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> the wetlands. And I... <laughs> <laughs> it's the jungle. Uh, the oh, wetlands. you're burning down the Amazon. That's what you're doing. You, you've got to look after the wetlands because it attracts birds. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of cock and fowl. <laughs> oh, God. I said before this one, we're not going to do a dumb one today because no. last week's was so stupid. <laughs> Straight into it. Couldn't right. help myself. We'll be all right. Ah, we're we'll, all right. We'll talk about things. Uh, Man, I just got off the back of um, oh, Mavis. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say, I'm so sorry to, 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 to Harley's mother, like for all the dumb stuff. She doesn't said. listen, mate. So she's the only one in my family that doesn't listen. Oh, fantastic. Um, and Hopefully nobody tells her. <laughs> oh, no. We've told her. <laughs> but I asked her to be on and she just, like I said, oh, would you come on the podcast, Mavis? And she just went, oh, no, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> what a great answer. She goes, no, darling. No, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, funny. I was like, fair enough. Uh, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Like, Claire was away for like four days. Yes. And so I just came off the back of that. And normally when she's away... And this is something I've been trying to do this year as well. Just drink once or twice a week. Yes. Just because it keeps me in a better frame of mind. Yeah. Clears away, I drank every night. Yeah. And not heavily. Yeah. But, you know, I always have like four or five beers a night. And then... Because I gave you some beers. Because you gave me some delicious beers. Yep. Uh, fantastic. Thank you, Harley. No worries. And it was... Look, it was fun. Like, it was fine. But I also know that on the... Like, on the day, I was giving them like great times. Mm. Like, I was, I was putting the effort in. Yeah, but it got to oh look on Saturday. I took them out for like a picnic. And then we took to this house Great. party. But then in the mornings, I was struggling to get up. I got up on that Sunday morning when Claire was getting back. I let him watch TV for a couple of hours. I was like, "Fuck it, I just need to get through it." But then every day you wake up and I'm giving them my everything, but it's almost like a shallow front because I'm yes. just getting more and more and more fucking depressed because I just keep drinking and drinking. Yes. And so at the end of the four days. And I had done a great job of parenting. The girls were still alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, then you've a nailed plus. it. That's A+. Plus. Uh, I hadn't really yelled at them much. Like, we'd had a really nice time. But I felt like I'd done a terrible job. I felt like I felt no sense of achievement mm. because I was so fucking depressed. Went out to see uh, Tom Gleason on the Sunday night. Great. Great comment. Great man. One of the best. But we're, as we we're waiting inside to go in, like inside the, you know, with all the audience, yeah. to go into the thing, I felt... So fucking uneasy because normally when I'm in a social situation, I've got some drinks in my hand. But yes. I had fucking drinking four nights in a row. I was like, I've got to stop. have a night off. Yes. I've got to have a night off. Yeah. And I chose the wrong night. Yes, you did. So I'm standing there like the socially awkward. And then like one of the person, like one of the people I was with, Bron, 
Yeah. Go back and listen to her podcast if you can. <laughs> it's there. She's like, are you all right? You having a good time? I'm like, man, I just do not like being in this crowd. I'm fucking feeling very awkward and I just needed a drink. That's what that's what alcohol is for. It's for that situation. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not just for sitting at home by yourself. And just... No, it's probably best not to do it sitting at home by yourself. I do love it though. But because hungover such a parenting. I love hate relationship with it. Yeah, as do well, I. Totally. I, I mean, I, I do another podcast which is all about it. Yeah. About drinking. And we explore these sorts of issues of, you know, it's. I, I say that alcohol is the second best invention. Uh, that human mankind, womankind have ever come up with. Yeah. The first being the condom. <laughs> <laughs> condoms. <laughs> but I believe that. Condoms are an amazing invention if you think about how simple the invention is and the benefits of. And it's not just about birth control. I love that like, they used to use like uh, all the different things they used to use in history is like condoms. Like they used to use oh, like, yeah. um, was it like lamb's wool or lamb's like leather? Right. Kind of thing. They used to use like all sorts of bizarre yeah, fuck. We should look into that. Actually. And just a hollowed-out rat. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the word rat. Fuck. <laughs> a, little, uh, a little bit of etymology for you there. <laughs> <laughs> but I like. I had a um, last night. I you know yesterday I came back from the tour and I I had a bit of uh, I would call it the flats, not the sads. I was very flat. That's what um, I was flat. I wasn't yeah. sad. I've just been. Fucking flats. I've had two nights off the booze. I'll just bring it back to me. Yeah, that's all right. I had a bit of a ramble there before. Sorry about that. Uh, but I was very, very flat. And so today, so today, two nights off drinking, I'm feeling much, much better. Yeah, of course you are. Much better. And then tomorrow, I'm feeling much better again. And then you'll yeah. get back on it. And then I'll get back on it. But if I stick with one or two days a week, I'm absolutely fine. Four days in a row. It's well, too last much night, for me. I, I cracked a bottle of red. And you know me, I don't drink. Red very much. Red, no. um, uh, found uh, some great reds that were very, very low on sulfates. Oh, yes. Which means they're not as bad on the um, indigestion. Yep. I usually get quite bad indigestion. Anyway, it's got nothing to do with it. I, I drank a whole bottle of red. And how easy is it to do? So easy. It's like, so, it's like doing a six pack. It's yeah. so easy to do. And then I, the, this b- bottle of wine was given to me uh, with a bottle of port. And so I was about to open <laughs> the bottle of port. And I went, don't do that. You don't need it. Which I'm glad I didn't. Uh, and then I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and I was fine. But then um, Leo just did uh, uh, like not anything major, but basically he's just started getting into music, which is really wonderful. And, and wears his headphones in an old phone of mine, just listening yeah. to the, actually, there's a great story that I'll um, peel off of this with yeah. from what he found on that phone. <laughs> Plays right into this subject matter. But anyway, he had it on and Walter was trying to talk to him and he just kept looking at Walter going, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Walter's quite articulately repeating what yeah. he's saying. And um, Leo's just going, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I might take the headphones off. And then he looked at me and gone, I can't hear what you're saying. And then the third time I said that, and I snapped. I just snapped immediately and ripped the uh, um, headphones out of the phone so the music stopped. Took it. Took the phone. And he's like, what? I'm like, mate, people are trying to talk to you. You got the fucking headphones on. And all of a sudden, then that shaped the whole morning. Yes. Right? And I reckon, as, as rude as it was, he, there's no denying he was being rude. Yeah. Take your fucking headphones off. Someone's trying yes. to talk to you. Stop saying I can't hear you. It's because yeah. you got headphones on. But if I hadn't had the bottle of red and gone to bed later than I would have uh, normally, yeah. I would have got up earlier, uh, like I've been talking about, just get up and get started. Yes. And I wouldn't have cracked it at that. I would have calmly gone, mate, you've got to take the headphones off when people are talking to you. On the Saturday where we had like a really nice day, like in the morning, 
like I'm getting them ready for this picnic and we're getting done and I was making like arancinis and sandwiches, you know, went to town on it. Yeah. In the car on the way there and I was, you know, I was just a little bit irritable, just a little bit because everything was taking a bit too long and as you say, if I hadn't had a few beers yeah. the night before, I would have been absolutely fine. I would have slept a lot better, woken up better, everything would have been better. Yes. Anyway, I did my very first day, uh, a few kids... And shut up! Hold this car around! I look back at them, and look quickly back at the road, because I'm not the best driver, you know, straight away. <laughs> and the kids they were like, what? And they shut up. Yeah. So we kept going, because I knew, like, once I'd said it, I was like, fuck, I've got to follow through there. You've got to yeah. follow through. Yes. Especially that first time. That first time, uh, we'll, we'll fucking navigate all the other times. It'll shape, it'll shape it'll what happened in the future. It'll shape what yes. happens in the future. Yes. And... Uh, that's why you don't say I'll turn around. That's why you say if you don't stop, I'll kick you out. Because then you get to keep going. <laughs> My dad did it to us. Uh, Randall and I were going at it in the back of the Kingswood, and he's he's given it a. If you boys don't knock it off, I will stop this car, and you can get out and walk. And we're like, as if you're going to do that. Kicked us out on the side of a remote highway in Queensland and fucked off. And we were like, holy shit, he did it. But it didn't teach us anything. What it did is it created immediate camaraderie. And we disappeared into the bush because <laughs> we knew he was coming back. And so he came back. Poor fucking nearly had a stroke. He was like, we're the boys. I've lost the boys. <laughs> oh, we got in trouble. When they finally found us. Fuck, that's funny. But on the phone, right? So yeah. I've given this old phone, and the reason I stopped using this phone is that it runs out of battery really rapidly. Yeah. Um, so kind of perfect for a kid to have just to listen to music. Yeah. There's a couple of games on there, but um, mostly he's uh, instructed, this is just for music. Yeah. You can listen to music. And and I'd, I'd downloaded quite a few albums on there. There's some really cracking music that I'm glad yeah. that he's um, getting into. And then the other day he says to me, he goes, oh, Dad, I love that video of you. I'm like, what video of me? He's like, that video of you where you're talking about giving up wine. And I went, what? He's like, yeah. You go, yeah, I'm a big drinker. I love drinking, but I gave it up. And so there's a bit that I do where I go, I gave up drinking for a while and then the voices in my head kicked off. And I can't, and this was like a, a trial show I'd done and I didn't realise that the file is on that phone and he's watched the whole thing, which fortunately was edited to just be that bit because then it goes into my cannabis use and starts oh, talking about that. Wow. So I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about this and he goes, yeah, it's real good, dad. I'm like, that's great. But I cracked it. I was like, don't look at that sort of stuff on the phone. And then he's like, nah, it's good. And I was telling Felix at school about it. And he recounted the whole thing, did the joke. He's like, yeah, you're just looking at the ceiling going, the ceiling needs to be painted. And then the voice in my head went, how weird are ducks? I'm like, oh, shit. And so, and it, like, because it's connected to the Wi-Fi in the house, but um, because we've kept screens off him, for so long, yes, he's not aware that he can he can go onto the Play Store and find a game, but he still always comes to me and says, "Dad, can I download this?" Very game? good, great, and he knows he knows exactly what um, in-app purchases are, yep. so never presses yes on anything. Oh, great! That asks, which is great. So I feel confident. It's like fine, it's just music on there and a couple yep. of games that I've already approved. It doesn't yep. matter. He's not watching videos, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> fucking videos of this idiot on there. And so I'm on the precipice of going, "Oh, you're about to find." A heap of shit yes. of me online, including this podcast. Uh. <laughs> I know. Like, we're there already. I, I thought we were ages away from this. No, not at all. No. Nah. 
this podcast. And oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I need to go back and listen to them all <laughs> and be prepared for questions. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's funny like cuz uh, cuz I think about um I think about like the girls like discovering this podcast. But they are like 10 years away. Well, not 10, 3 years away. Yes. I I reckon that's well, so what's PJ? She's five, six. Five. five. Well, yeah. So Three she's years. she's four or five years away. Four or five years Depending away. Depending on what you do with screens and how you allow them and when you allow them to have it. I tell you what I need to do with screens is ban them, but not for the kids. You know, they're already just no banned. Um, they're already no screens on the weekdays, just on the weekends. Ban them for me. Yeah, right. When I'm around the kids. Yeah. The, the girls are constantly trying to play with me and I'll just be looking at some fucking, my dumb shit on my phone and they'll just come, Dad, no phones, no phones. Yeah. And they'll take it off me and run away and hide. And for them, they're like, yes, now he's finally playing with me. Yes. But for me, I'm like, fuck, man, I was in the middle of that quiz. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> I was in the middle of something that means nothing. <laughs> right? I want to find out what age I'm going to get married at and to what celebrity. Motherfucker. Mate, we've talked about it so much we on have this indeed. podcast. And I don't know, like, it's, it's a true uh, and debilitating addiction. Yes. It really is. And it's a fucking epidemic. It's not just you and me going, oh, we, we're a bit too much screen time. The whole of the world has gone completely drone-like. Fucking bananas for well, it. People in the cars, like every day, of just watching people in their cars as, as I walk to school, just on the phone, just looking at their screens. Just walking down the street, and I'm so guilty of it. Yep, like just same. walking down the street, just looking at my phone, not paying attention to my surroundings, listening to something, yep. plus looking at the phone, so I'm not even hearing what I'm yeah. listening to. yep. Fucking, I'll be listening to an audiobook and then it'll be like five minutes. I'm like, oh, well, I missed that part of it because I've just been reading some dumb thing on my phone. It's just it is, noise. It's absolute bananas. Yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah. And, and it's what it's doing to your brain. You've got a genuine um, addiction because your eyes are constantly looking at this lit up, yeah. luminous screen. And you, you find yourself going, oh, I've got to go back to that. Yes. Go back to that and look at that. Because it's, it's doing things that, that drugs do, releasing yeah. dopamine in, in your brain. And so you're literally forming an addiction to it. But it's not as much fun as drugs. Exactly. Drugs you may as well smash the phone, do some drugs. <laughs> That's my advice to children. <laughs> Have a line of coke, it's better for you. <laughs> That's not true. Don't do it. Um, but sorry. what are you going to do? What are you going to do about the screens? Is Man, it, do you come up with your own rules then? Your own, your own regulation? I think uh, the rule has got to be it's just... <laughs> Because it's very rare, like Claire's on her phone a lot, but most of that is business. Yeah, we'll see. Most of that for her is business. So she's on there, she's like, oh, I've got to answer this email, I've got to do this, got to do that. And because her work is, uh, when I say a lot, I mean like she'll go through patches of in the day. Like yes. She's on it for like an hour or so. Yeah. And then because she's she's working. Yeah. Um, but for me, I don't need to be on it. No. The only people that call me are you and Claire, and you <laughs> very fucking rarely. <laughs> So it's clear. What are you talking about? I'm a great mate. I always <laughs> check in with my friends. I, I will, I will, um, I'll suggest this app, which I still haven't fired off. Um, it is... Um, so the app is called Digital Detox. Oh, right. Great. Um, and I have uh, still not fired it up, but it was yeah. a suggestion from a friend of mine when I was talking about this issue. And basically what you do is, uh, in the app, you, you decide when you can access your phone. Ah. And when you don't want to access your phone, so for instance, obviously as a parent, so you 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 make your phone turn off between three and six o'clock. Great. And so you'll you'll still have the addiction of pulling it out of your pocket and opening it up, but you can't actually access anything. 
Wow. Right? And of course, for emergencies, there's, you can easily go around it. You just yeah. go back in and turn that off. Yeah. But that's a pain in the ass. So it'll be that little reminder of it's no. Just, it's just not that right little now. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what you need. It's not like uh, you need the phone taken away. You just need yeah. that little reminder. Yes, totally. You know, I was thinking about just keeping it in like a different room. But then you always just go back to it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Absolutely. I had uh, Silo for the day yesterday. Claire was flat out doing stuff. And we had the best day. Because like you didn't abs- have your phone? Because I just kind of ignored it. Yep. Like, and so we were playing, we were playing stories, and we were like chasing each other around, and we are just doing heaps of stuff. We made some scones. We had an excellent day. And then this morning, when she came into our bed, which she always does, like, you know, she came into like half past six or whatever, just walks into the room. Normally, she goes straight to Claire. She came to me. Great. For a cuddle. Great. Because I'd been paying her attention. Yeah. Because we'd engaged. hung out. Because yeah. I'd engaged with her and we'd had the best time. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, that's how I'm going to win them from Claire. I've just got to engage. And I'm like, I can't do it. I'm just going to come in second. It's too much. It's too much. It's not worth it. It's not it's worth too the much effort. Pressure. It's not worth the effort. Well, that's my my problem is I'm not a very present person. Um, I remember a friend some years ago, she said to me, we're at a party and I was just, I was bouncing in and out of the house constantly. Yeah. Um, and I'm always rolling a cigarette and, and walking out. And, yeah. and my mum actually asked me yesterday, are you ever going to give that up? And I looked at her, I just went, oh, the problem is, it's such a great way to get away and be on my own. And the more that the laws are helping people give up, the better it is for me. There's less people to be around. I get, to, I get, to, I get to be on my own, and so the screens are a real easy thing for me to just not be present because my head's always somewhere yes. else anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. That's just the truth. It's a, it's a dysfunction. It's, uh, it's affecting my relationship. It's affecting my parenting. Uh, affects my friendships because I just can't be in the moment. My head's always somewhere else. Yep. And the screen is actually helping me stay present within myself. Yes. Because I'm still then and I'm looking at it. Yep. I don't know what to do without it. Fuck, it's... I'm broken. <laughs> I'm broken. Throw me out. Sometimes you just can't fix stuff though. No. And sometimes it, not everything needs to be fixed straight away. Well, I, I'd agree with that as well. You know? Totally. Not everything needs to be have like a solution. Sometimes there's just a fucking problem and you just got to go, well, that's a thing. That's a thing. It's, it's not even a problem. That's just a state of being that's not uh, what, what someone else would like. Well, I would say I, that's that's a great point too because I, I there's a lot of discussion and for the positive around um, mental health and uh, making sure that you check in. We've just come through Are You Okay Day, yeah, uh, which has its detractors because fuck anything popular, because everything has its detractors. Oh, everything does, and it's oh, in in the idea of it, the sentiment of it is absolutely perfect to check in, um, check in with your mates, yep. ask you okay. Um, I agree that you should always you know be aware uh, of um, your limitations and. Yeah, pushing yourself too far. Um, uh, of course, there's been you know a lot of high-profile situations with uh, mental health and mental illness. I did a whole fucking show about it. Yes, but I do think there's another side to it where sometimes it's like, nah, that's just you. It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's like actually okay to be a bit left of center or, or skewed or bit there's not nothing right. Nothing wrong with it. No, it's it's. There's nothing wrong with like a oh, like I'm feeling a bit flat. I'm feeling everything. No. Like if you're feeling, and I'm not talking about when you're properly depressed, you should go see someone. Absolutely. Get some help. But say like you wake up in the morning and you just don't have like a bit of pep in your step and it's just like a day or two. Yeah. And then you come out of it the other side. That's perfectly fine. Absolutely fine. But I think you at can, the moment we're being Please told don't that's trust not, me on that. I'm not a healthcare professional. No, nah, but we, we keep getting told you've got to be happy all the time. It's fucking ridiculous and it's unachievable. Yep. As yes. if you can be happy all the time. And sometimes when people like, uh, like uh, I'm not happy, 
but are you sad or are you just existing? Yeah, exactly. You're just because getting through life. You're just getting through life. Yeah. Because I think like a state of happiness is like, uh, like isn't like that releasing chemicals into your brain to make you happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to be able to constantly release those chemicals. No. Because believe me, I've taken substances to try. <laughs> and you release them all, and that's why you get sad afterwards. And if you're depressed, if you're sad, if you're feeling anxious for an extended period of time, go see a doctor. Go see oh, someone. Absolutely. Get some help. Even if you're like, you know what, this has been a day or two, and you feel like going to get some help, go get some help if you want to. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. But what I'm saying is don't feel like there's something wrong with you if you uh, are not happy all the time. Totally. Because well, what I'm trying to talk about is this, this um, sanitization of humanity. This idea that, um, you know, everything's meant to be up and cheery and positive yes. and great all the fucking time. Yeah. That's unachievable and probably creating more depression because yes. people are seeing this this well, kind of life. It's the Instagram life, isn't oh, it? Oh, totally. It's like people see these lives on Instagram. They're like, oh, my life's not like that. And it makes them feel bad. And because they feel yes. bad, they're like, oh, now I feel even worse. Yeah. And they get into these spirals. Whereas the reality is, people on Instagram's life, that they're not like that all the no, time. No, that's just the one, the bit they want to show you. That is one second snapshot that they spend hours fucking creating. Yeah, you know it's ridiculous. But also, that's that's normal, right? This the people talk about it. Oh, you know they're fake. It's fake lives. No, no, that's the life you want to show a person. When people used to go on holidays, they'd come home and have a family yes. slideshow. They yeah. didn't show you the shit photos. Yeah. They showed you the good times. They didn't show me like having sex with pots. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're leaving that behind. Look, we're we're uh, we're 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 doing our best at a serious chat. We are, but it's like it's it is a tough one because I don't want to discourage anybody from seeking uh, help if they. No, if, neither if they do I. In no way. One hundred percent. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, society is seems to be, especially in the West, built around people being happy and joyous all yes. the time, and everybody should be able to obtain everything that they want and all dreams yep. are possible. Where that is just not the case. You that can is have just every, not life. The, the whole thing. You can have it all. No, you can't. You cannot have. You it can't all. have it all. You can't have everything you want. It's just absolutely impossible, and you're going to continually feel more and more depressed if you think that you can achieve this have it all bullshit. Yes. The reason that we're sold that is so that you keep buying things. Yes. Because our society has to continue at Australia is out of control. It's just been rapid growth for fucking 30 years. Like yeah. continual growth. Consume, consume, with, consume. with barely any level uh, of downturn in the economy. And so then when there is any slight fear, oh no there's a bit of a downturn, the government will give you a little bit of money so that you'll go out and spend and buy more shit that you don't need that you don't fucking need and like let's touch on like anger for a second because i feel like there is unhealthy anger there is rage yes which is fucking you need to get that sorted you need to see somebody but there's also just like feeling like angry at something it's okay like why do you want to repress that absolutely why like and i'm not talking about like fucking getting angry at, at a person uh and and acting out like a healthy way, like screaming at them or yes. fighting with something. But if you get annoyed by somebody, that's fine. If you get angry because you kick your toe and it hurts, that is so acceptable. That's actually normal. That is 100% yeah. normal. How you deal with that anger, like yeah. we, that is a whole topic for, I don't want to get into, that is that is for the professionals. Oh yeah, I don't know. But it's like, uh, I was totally justified this morning in being angry at my child uh, for being rude with the headphones on. Yeah. Like, but the, what it then created, which was this protracted feelings of rage, as I'm trying to get breakfast made and get lunches made, yeah. that is something that I need to go yes, 100%. And, and deal with. But the anger is fine. Man, like all the emotions. 
you know, like, oh, you can't get sad. Yeah, you can get sad. Oh, Sadness right. is fine. Don't yeah. get jealous. Fucking get a bit jealous. But how do you deal with that jealousy? How do you deal yeah. with the, like, envy is a weird one and jealousy are weird ones. Because how do you deal with them? If you go, oh, that makes me feel a bit weird, you can acknowledge it in yourself, try to talk yourself through it. Yeah. Once again, not healthcare professionals. Well, mate, I grew up uh, being told that envy is one of the great sins. It's one of the great things uh, that yep. will e- end with your um, e- eternal damnation is to covet uh, your neighbour's wife. Yep. Uh, or your friend's mother. Or your friend's mother. <laughs> All right. You want to get on it. <laughs> We're leaving behind. doesn't listen, but my nephew does. <laughs> but so that, that was, that was I, I was brought up that way. You, you should never ever, um, you know, have envy. It's one of the seven deadly sins. Uh, all of that shit. Oh, recently I was thinking about it. I'm like, no. Envy helps you have aspiration. Yes. If you see something and you look at, uh, for instance, if, if I look at it, I, I went and saw a friend of mine's show on Friday night, David Quirk. Great uh, man. Great man. Got a new um, work in progress happening for the festival seasons next year and it was a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. And I was envious of it. Yeah. I, I uh, and, and healthy levels. Yes. Because it didn't make me want to do that show. It's not my, it's absolutely and you weren't a Quirk angry show. at Quirk for no, doing that No, not at all. Show. But it, but that envy was like I was envious of how beautiful this story is and how he's constructed it and what that did with me and then my show that I had to do a couple of days later was want to look at it and make it the best it possibly can be. Yes. Because I got inspiration uh, that in part was because of the envy. Oh, it's man. not a bad emotion. It's not a bad emotion. Like none of the emotions are bad like if you deal with them in a healthy manner. That's like right. Like fucking happiness and joy can be super unhealthy. Totally. You know I mean, if you're just going over the top and just bouncing around, yeah. Especially when there's like fake happy people, just like, "Hey, how are you guys? We're all having a great time." No, we're not having a great time, mate. I'm having a time. A time. Yeah, it's just a time. Well, I heard a a, a, a a person the other day told me a, a story about a, a child in in her life um, that it's a relative's child that will ne- is never told off by the parents, oh, wow. and and they they. One parent is quite intense about never telling the child off um, because it uh, wants to have a pure and joyous experience for its childhood. And now, you know, eight years down the track, the child is a complete and utter fuckwit. Yeah. Right? Just disrespectful and rude uh, because this parent is so nervous about ever telling the kid off and anyone ever pulling the kid up for bad behaviour yeah. um, because it doesn't want to have the kid have a bad experience. Well, you're fucking ruining your kid. Oh, mate. Like risk and fucking reward. Like that's yep. the same thing. It's not just like um, like uh, disciplining your kid. Fucking discipline your kids. Discipline your kids? Discipline your kids in a healthy way. You don't need to scream in their faces. But fucking have some boundaries. Kids love boundaries. Yeah. They love rules. Well, that's what I said this morning with the headphone thing. Um, I just and I and I've followed through with it as well. I took the headphones off because it's not the first time. If this was the first time, this yeah. would be an irrational uh, response. But every time that he's listening to the music, I always say, if you want to talk to us, if you want to be communicating, you take the headphones off. Yeah. Just take them off. Press pause and have the conversation. It's yeah. very rude to have that music on. So this morning, that's already been set down as a boundary. Yeah. And so the boundary was um, broken. So I just took the music. And then, yeah. you know, uh, later as, as both of us had calmed down, he went, can I have the music back again? I'm like, no, mate. No, you don't have the music until this afternoon. It's gone now because you, you didn't listen. And hope, and then I said it. And hopefully this will help you next time. Yes. Next time I say, take the headphones off so we can talk, you'll take them off because you'll remember that you lost your music yes. the last time. 
Yeah, there needs to be rules. I'm a fucking great dad. Oh, fucking, you're nailing it, mate. You're fucking <laughs> nailing it. When we went to the um, picnic the other day, we went to this place up in Coburg Lake, which is a great area. Mm. But it's huge. Like, there's heaps of places to play with. But there's a, kind of like this dry creek bed where there's still bits of water running through, but there's yep. heaps of flat rocks and places for the kids to climb. Free play. Or yep. just play. Great. Just, just play. play. Just play. And so the girls love going there. So I took them up there. We had the picnic on the rock. And they're climbing across this, falling into the creek, getting upset, getting back out of it and full fine kind yep. of thing. And as I'm watching them, I'm like, oh, my hands are twitching. How much I want to fucking just help them get through this. Yes. Like I see them like navigating these difficult, well, not difficult, you know, awkwardly climbing up these rock faces yeah. and like climbing up these hills. And I was just fucking, oh, I had to so control myself just to go, nah, they're gone. I'm just letting them do it. Because nothing bad was going to happen. No. I had a iron them let your children free climb on a cliff face (laughs) (laughs) it's just good parenting it's free play they'll learn (laughs) by falling to their death (laughs) no I agree with you and it's hard not to keep wanting to jump in and pick them up and go it's it's the same thing like when they're getting ready in the morning and Sylvia's like I'll put my pants on myself I'm like oh this is gonna take forever yeah yeah totally I'm just gonna do it and I'm not in a rush like sometimes I'm in a rush I'm like Dude, I just don't have time. I'm Absolutely. so sorry. I love you. Yeah. But other times I'm like, I've got the time. It's just like I've got the twitches. Yes. Got the, and I can't leave the room because then she just does something else. I've got to fucking. Oh my. You just got to kind of be. Gotta gotta get gotta get those pants on. One leg. I said, you've taken the other leg out. I see. Oh, that's fantastic. So we're starting it. New pants. I'm not going to lose it. All right. <laughs> You're changing the pants. Don't want to wear pants. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. No. Oh, you want the skirt? Oh, do you? Fantastic. Oh, the one that's in the wash. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, let's get that one out. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're in time for more wee What are you doing? Well, I, I was at the park uh, a few months uh, back, and there was a kid that was probably a year older. Uh, than Walter and when I entered the park uh, you know, it's just a normal playground yeah. sort of situation um, for ages now uh, yeah. I've just gone off you go buddy you know yep. how to climb up that right and it's like and I'm not in a distance where I could even grab him if he does fall uh, because I felt like we've already gone through the how to climb what the fall yeah. I've, I've done the you know, be there kind of yep. right beside him. Um, and he's of an age now where he's totally aware of, yep. of that. And that's because he's had a couple of falls. Yes. Nothing drastic. But there was this kid that was a year older. Um, and his dad was fucking so stressed out yep. and was so helicopter. The kid was having panic attacks at every moment of this playground, which is like... kids are like dogs. They yes. They pick up on the parents' emotions. Totally. And the kid was like, ah, and the dad was like, oh, go, be, be careful, be careful. I'm like, and I almost, and I'm glad I didn't, but I almost intervened and go, mate, why don't you come over and sit on the park bench with me and have a fucking beer? Yeah. Like, you, that's just let the kid go. You just it's going to fall go. onto a pine bark. It's fine. People were so afraid. Next kids. minute, broke its fucking neck. Didn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> what are you listening to me for? I'm drinking <laughs> the fucking park, mate. What are you saying? My advice. That's not even my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even here. <laughs> I need to run away. <laughs> People are so afraid of their kids getting hurt, I feel. I yes, feel. absolutely. And you see it at the park, and there's almost like two kinds. There's the kind where where you'll sit back and just and the kid, they're just watching their kid go, and they're like, yeah. oh, this is fine. And there's other parents who are just every second, yes. they're, like, uh, they're just playing with their kid constantly, not letting the kid like run around, find their own way. You're not helping your kids. kid. And they're just like, oh, you need to climb up the ladder. Let me help you climb up the ladder. Yeah. It's crazy. Like If the girls are like, at the park, and they're like, can you help me do this? 
I'll try to get them to do it themselves or I'll give yeah. them a minimal help. Yes. Uh, otherwise, I'm like, man, if you can't do it, then you just can't do it. That's that's exactly what I say to Walt. So he'll, there'll be situations where... Especially if I know they can do it. I'm like, I yeah. know you can do it. I'm like, look, if you can't get up there by yourself, then you just have to do something else. Yeah, well, there's, there's parts where um, Leo can climb up. Yeah. They're not meant to be climbed up. So because... Yeah. He's an older kid. He's pushing the boundaries of the play yeah. thing. And so he's climbing up at around places where he shouldn't. And I'm not telling him off. No. It's so fun. You're exploring. That's fine. Then Walter wants to do that. And I look at Walter and go, no, mate, if you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. If you can't, that's not for you. Yes. There's, there's this section here, which is built for a two and a half year old. Yes. So you climb up that. And and this is the constant thing, actually, with them in their age gaps. And it's, it's a, a thing I'm speaking to Leo more is um, he feels like there's unfairness, right? For instance, toddlers just have to move all the time. Yeah. They, they, they can't sit still, and I've definitely been guilty of trying to make them sit still, certainly way more uh, with Leo than I do with Walter. And yep. the reason I'm different with Walter is because of Hannah, and Hannah reads more than me and gives me little bits of information. I'm like, now I'm smart, and I know it. <laughs> right? She was telling me something about toddlers and you know their need and uh, the, their ability to connect with a task for a period of time is very, very short. And so at dinner time, why would I go through the drama of forcing the kid to sit at the table to eat the dinner when he's only two years old. But the nine-year-old absolutely has to sit at the table and finish your fucking dinner. Yes. And then I have to explain to the nine-year-old why, in his mind, I'm being unfair. Yeah. Is not me being unfair. It's because you guys are at two ends of the spectrum. If you want to be treated like a two-year-old, let me know. And I'll treat you like a two-year-old. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And that's what I say to him. I was like, mate, after Walt has a bath... He's straight into the bedroom, um, dressed, into bed, uh, with some milk and a story, off to sleep. You are out the back on your skateboard. Yeah. Enjoying another hour of free play. Yes. D- would you like to just get in the bath at the same time and go to bed and have a... No. Yeah, yeah. right. Eat your fucking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, man. It's a, it's a minefield. Just back to quickly what we were talking about before, about like uh, emotions. Oh, yes. Man, I cannot stresses enough that we are not healthcare professionals. Oh yeah. We like if you've listened oh, to the podcast. I don't know about you. I did 6 months of a degree. Well, I tried to fuck a pot. So uh, that is uh, that makes you a professional. <laughs> I did 6 months Still of Still better than an arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> I did 6 months of social work and psychology in the year 2000. <laughs> so, you know, between us, we're doctors. We know. Look, uh, I, I don't think anyone's going to be confused. That yes. we're, we're not healthcare professionals yeah. and certainly don't take advice of us. I mean, the main advice is obviously go and talk and seek help. Go and talk to someone, but don't feel bad. Like if you're, uh, like emotions are emotions. Yeah. You know, if you're not happy all the time, don't feel too bad about that. I, I just, like, I, I just have this desire to try and pare back. And it's, I think a lot of my intense swings over the course of the last 12 months, of which they've been the most in my life, yeah. have mainly been a result of economics of finance and when i'm uh, things are getting really tight i become really stressed uh my rage isn't as easy to handle yeah. um i my depression increases then when i get a big payment into the bank account and i realize i can pay all my bills the mood lifts yeah. i get happier um the household's happier because dad's not a fucking grumpy bear walking yeah. around and I'm like, well, then how do I make that more consistent? Because at the yes. moment, I'm just chasing my tail. Yeah. Because I have I have put myself in a situation where um, I I've overextended myself. 
Yeah. My rent's too high. My bills are too high. I had a fucking $1,500 gas bill for two months. The fuck is going on? Fucking winter. Right, it's ridiculous. Winter. Winter in Melbourne and, and energy prices and the burning earth and all of that. And I genuinely, I my problem is at the moment, I know the answer yeah. and I can't make the answer happen. And yeah. the answer is is pairing everything right back, Yeah. Um, living in a more um, economic, economically viable location, yeah. which for me, at the level that I earn because it's so fluctuating, is in the country. Yeah. Well, I can't do that. So I'm stuck in this fucking nightmare of consumerism and nice. i genuinely think and i'm not i'm not being just a hippie going you need to fucking buy less if we buy less you'll be happier if you consume less you'll be happier yeah if you decrease your bills you'll be happier man as i said before like as i was interacting with sylvia it was just the best i'm like yeah that's we're just hanging out yeah but for a lot of the night for a lot of the day sorry we're just on like uh on my bed just wrestling yeah, like for an hour and a half, just wrestling, and she'd climb under the blankets, and I'd try to try and find her and kind of thing. And it was just heaps of fun. Yeah, you don't need to keep buying. Shit. No, you don't. I want to edit what I just said, saying you'll be happier. I mean, you'll be more whole, because we already yes. discussed you have to be happy all the time. You'll be more fulfilled. You'll yeah. be more complete if you stop trying to complete yourself with shit and stop trying to complete yourself by looking at someone else's life and going, oh, I want that. Yes. Because like, like, as we talked about, like going, wow, that's a great life. That inspires me to do something else. Yes. Sure, that's a natural emotion. But if yep. you look at someone and go, wow, that's a great life. Uh, they can have it. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. That's also absolutely fine. But don't look at somebody else and go, oh, what a great life they've got. Fucking, why can't I have that? Why do they have that? Why? Yes. They're making me feel bad. Totally. They're making me feel bad. Well, fucking suck it up. Just well, don't look at what they're doing. Mate, I walk around this, the suburb that I live in, in St. Kilda, which is incredibly affluent, and there's just building everywhere. There's, like, honestly, there's. There's uh, three houses on my street that are currently um, under renovations and quite extreme renovations. Yeah. Uh, sorry, four houses. Uh, and so I walk to school with Leo and I walk back and then this is the bad side of, of coveting is then I just start in my head going through this circle of how do I – you start imagining winning the lotto and that's why yeah. the lotto's there to drag you into yeah. that that unattainable thing. You, uh, if I won the lotto, I could build that. I could do this. I could have this, and I start fixating on all the things I could have. Then my life would be better because I'd have all those things, yes. and I'd have this money. No, it wouldn't. No, because you'd just fucking spend it all. You just fuck it up, and yeah. then with all that oh, money, like especially up. like a um, an influx of money like that, the amount of financial stress, like like totally. the amount of stress that would create, yeah. it would be bonkers. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. Yeah. How do you help everybody else? What do you do? Do you tell anybody? Like it just creates. I wouldn't tell anyone. I wouldn't tell a soul. I would not tell a soul. I wouldn't tell Claire. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just disappear. <laughs> Where'd Harley go? Gone. Uh, and I'd just be like, he's gone. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> um, but they've done like studies of people who won the lotto, and like most of them are just as unhappy. Of like there's they like are. a month or two of euphoria, and then it yes. just settles back into the, the life. It's exactly the same. Yep. Totally. Money is not like they say. Money doesn't buy happiness. It creates like um, a sense of like ease. Yes, for sure. Like yeah. when you don't have financial stress, things are a lot, a Absolutely. lot better. But so the, the solution to that's not more money. No, the solution to that is less financial stress. Try to take try, try to take out the things that you're having to pay for out. Yeah. Then you don't have to be earning as much. A great old fucking nine to five work day. Why are we still doing that? A great amount of money would be like, say, if you won the lotto, and they'd be like, oh yeah, we're just going to cover like every bill you have. Yes. Okay. Done. Forever. 
Forever. <laughs> that would be great. That would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, we're also not financial advisors. I don't we know are to tell you. absolutely professional and nothing at all. No, but I, I, I would watch a lot of um, tiny house um, videos on YouTube. Um, and the common thread with just about everybody that builds a tiny house, and I don't want to build a tiny house. I just quite like looking at them. Yeah. I like I like design and construction. Um, but the common thread is everyone was like, "How do I simplify my life yes. and take the bills out? Take take this stuff out of my life?" And all of them are doing better. They're healthier. Um, they're enjoying life more. They're seeing more of the world. And you're like, and that and that's what I want to try and achieve. I, I've got a, ba- a ten year goal on that is uh, is to get somewhere. That is, that is not uh, in the inner city. That's not paying gargantuan rent for a baby boomer. Yeah, uh, and 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 just pair it back, and then I would only have to work. Oh, I'd only have to work a few months a year, and uh, I'd pay all the bills. That social fantasy of like living in the country. I fucking I would love it. Like Claire and I talk about it, and I think I'm more keen. Uh, what well, I think I know, I'm more keen with the idea of it than the reality of it. Yes. So I would love to live in that house in the country. You've got the creek coming through. you got like all surrounded by the bush. You know, yeah. like it's beautiful. Yeah. But then the isolation factor would absolutely get to me. Well, we'll just move into this together. Fucking then there's no isolation. If I wasn't a touring comic, I'd do it right now. Yeah. There, there, there wouldn't be anything stopping me um, because I could still commute back uh, for Leo's life because I don't want to take him out of his community. Yeah. But being a touring comic, it's just, it'd be isolating Hannah. Yes, well, that's what clear. And you'd like, be isolated. I'd be super isolated. Yeah. And at the moment, we've got like friends that live around the corner. Yes. People pop yeah. up another time. It's a tough one, but yeah, like um, when you're when you're in the country, you're like fuck, this is nice. It yep. is so nice not to be in the city. Do it's, you know there was a whole town in Western Australia that they were trying to sell? No shit. A whole town. Fucking hell. Let's buy it and start a cult. We'll call it Rat Fuck Town. Yeah, Rat Fuck Town. Rat Fuck City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back to Red Fox City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Look, man. this has been an episode. I tell you what, I couldn't tell you uh, any positives and negatives about this episode, and I hope you take that away from it. It's we, been an episode. We've we, talked it's been an ep- We talked about parenting. We talked about struggles. We didn't really fire up. I don't think either of us are in a particularly funny mood. No, but fuck, you don't need to fucking fire. We talked about this in the episode, mate. Fucking listen. Did we? We talked about you don't need to fire. What have we talked about? You know what we talked about that we're not professionals. Please do not take anything we've said (laughs) to heart. Do you like all my stuff in this shed? I want to know, just quickly, how you would describe a penis if you were to see one. If if someone had never seen a penis, yeah, how would you describe it to someone? Have they seen Gonzo? (laughs) (laughs) It's. It's like if Bonzo was hanging upside down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting. But it wasn't that. (laughs) His eyes are your testicles. (laughs) And his nose is your bent blue dick. It's nice to finish on a high. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought we were going to do a whole episode without dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you almost 
also got away with one. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get some in there somewhere? Do yourself a favour when you get home. Just go and stand in the bathroom. Take your pants down and look at your dick and imagine Gonzo talking. (laughs) (laughs) Gonzo, more like Dumbo, more like Jumbo. That's what I'd be fucking imagining. Fucking the anaconda in my pants. Four legs, they say. That's how big it is. I've got to double it up, then put it back down again. It's like a W. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> Claire won't even look at it Won't even touch it anymore Oh it's a monstrosity When are you going to get that thing fixed Why does it keep spitting at me <laughs> I'm going to wrestle it Wrestle it down to bed Get down you bastard I've got like a belt i got my stick And I'm beating it down Behave <laughs> Like a camel drover <laughs> You know like this Naughty camels in the desert. <laughs> you got to beat down that naughty camel. Not now. They wouldn't do it now. But back in the day, yeah, they beat the shit out of oh. some camels. And it was sad. Very oh, yeah, sad. mate. Camels got beaten up. They deserved it. They had it coming. Mate, in like the 18th century, you know, I'm sure camels in Australia got hit. And that's what it's like. They didn't having get here a until giant the 19th. fucking monster cock. They didn't get here until the 19th century. <laughs> I can read a book, Duffin. Educate yourself. Six months of fucking mubbing my own mum hole. <laughs> I've got nothing. Ah, what a great episode. Oh, mate. I enjoyed it. It was good, actually. We talked about some things. Yeah, we talked about some things. I don't think, you know what, I don't think we need to keep second-guessing our uh, ability to discuss complex issues (laughs) and keep telling people that we're not professionals. They don't need to be reminded. No, but I don't want anyone to take our advice whatsoever. Oh, look, we're not under radio codes. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Dads.